0: Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda with Natasha Belling.
1: Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Wednesday, the 16th of February. We start with breaking news this morning and there's been a bombshell twist in the sexual assault case against Prince Andrew, the second son of the Queen and his accuser, Virginia Dufresne, have reached an out-of-court settlement. Prince Andrew was set to face trial in the civil case in the coming weeks, accused of sexually assaulting Miss Dufresne in the early 2000s, claims he has always denied. Here is Europe Bureau Chief Hugh Whitfeld on Channel 7 a short time ago, reading out that joint statement statement that was released overnight.
2: We do have extracts from these papers. It says it is known that Jeffrey Epstein trafficked countless young girls over many years. Prince Andrew regrets his association with Epstein and commends the bravery of Ms. Jeffrey and other survivors in standing up for themselves and others. He pledges to demonstrate his regret for his association with Epstein by supporting the fight against the evils of sex trafficking and by supporting its
0: victims.
1: The details of the out-of-court settlement are confidential, but Prince Andrew says he will make a substantial donation to Miss Dufresne's charity in support of victims' rights. To more breaking news from overseas, and Russia has announced it's pulling back some of its troops from its border with Ukraine, despite US intelligence saying an invasion is imminent. Russian President Vladimir Putin says his country does not want war but is still waiting for a response on its NATO proposals. The US claims it has reasons to believe the invasion will happen today. International relations lecturer from ANU, Dr Charles Miller, says the Russian invasion is inevitable.
0: All of the indications that I've seen um, in terms of um, the Russian troop movements and um, what the Russians are doing logistically, um, in terms of the preparations that they are making point either to a very elaborate bluff or um, to an invasion.
1: Tennis world number one, Novak Djokovic, has finally broken his silence over the Australian Open controversy. Novak was deported from Australia last month after having his visa revoked. The 34-year-old confirming on the BBC he won't be getting the COVID vaccine as he supports an individual's right to choose. I understand the consequences of my decision. And one of the consequences of my decision was not going to Australia, and I was prepared not to go. And I understand that not being vaccinated today, I, you know, I'm unable to travel to most of the tournaments at the moment. And, and that's the price you're willing to pay. I, that that is the price that I'm yeah. willing to pay. Back home now, and there's growing concern over the number of young children testing positive with COVID as child vaccination rates across the country remain low. Nearly 1,600 children aged between 5 to 17 were diagnosed with COVID yesterday in Queensland. That's almost 1,000 more than the day before. Here's Queensland's Chief Health Officer, Dr John Gerard.
2: We've been looking at New South Wales experience, which is a week ahead of us in terms of schools returning, and they've only seen a very slight blip in the number of increased cases on return to schools but it will be interesting to see what will happen during the course of this week in terms of children with COVID-19 but again I must emphasize all or almost all of these children have mild symptoms.
1: Meantime, nurses and midwives across New South Wales say yesterday's strike action is just the beginning if the government doesn't take urgent action to fix the state's hospital crisis. Tens of thousands of nurses and midwives walked off the job demanding safe staff-to-patient ratios, better pay and an end to worker shortages. At yesterday's rally, nurse Genevieve Stone says frontline workers... Are at breaking point.
2: The pandemic was a tsunami and we were already drowning. We need a lifeline thrown to us. We're doing more work for the same pay Um, and our vacant shifts are not filled. Um, We need more nurses to help the ill.
1: Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground to New South Wales and former NRL player Jared Hayne has walked free from prison after his sexual assault conviction was quashed earlier this week. Our reporter Michaela Savage has the details from Sydney. Yeah, that's right, Tash. The former Parramatta Eels player has spent his first night back home after spending nine months in jail, and it happened to be on his 34th birthday. He was convicted of sexually assaulting a woman on grand final night in September 2018, but that's now been overturned, and he's been ordered to face a retrial. In an appeal, his lawyers successfully argued Hayne didn't receive a fair trial because the directions given to the jury were flawed. The former NRL star walked out of Cooma Correctional Centre yesterday, but he'll have to abide by a number of strict rules while he finds out what happens next. He has to live with his wife, report to police three times a week, avoid associating with any witness or the alleged victim and he cannot enter the Newcastle local government area at all. Hayne also won't be given back his passport. His case will be mentioned in court on Friday. To WA and the Premier has revealed more information about when the borders may finally reopen. Our reporter Emma Griffiths has more from Perth. Yeah, that's right, Tash, no set date just yet, but it's coming. The Premier says a decision is due this month on when to lift controls. It comes as our third-dose COVID vaccination rate is increasing. It's now above 51%. Premier Mark McGowan has confirmed we'll know sometime in February.
2: We're reviewing it as we speak. We said we'd review it over February and uh, no doubt we'll reach an announcement uh, sometime during February.
1: Now, for the latest in business and finance news, we're joined this morning by Effie Zahos, Editor-at-Large at at CanStar. Effie, good morning. New research out says you may not need as much as we once believed in your super fund if you invest it yourself.
0: Yeah, good morning. There is about 1.1 million self-super funds members in Australia, and the value of them represents about 25% of this $3.4 trillion industry. And many of us have probably asked ourselves, would we be better off managing our own money? I know I've said that, but look, it's not as easy as you think. You definitely need more time. But one of the obstacles is that we're told we need more money, about half a million dollars for it to be effective. But this new research that came out, uh, conducted by the University of Adelaide, commissioned by the SMSF Association, shows that once the balance of a fund approaches 200000 the performance of the fund is comparable with other larger balances. But it's interesting to note that when you look at the performance of DIY funds compared to these industry and retail funds, So if you like the idea of taking a little more control but not keen on taking it over completely, it may be worth asking your own super fund if they've got what's called a member direct option. That's where you can take a portion of your money and invest it directly into shares or exchange traded funds or term deposits. It's worth getting some expert advice.
1: Effie, we know the prices of second-hand cars soared during the COVID crisis and they're just continuing to increase. Yeah,
0: look, this is just amazing. We've always been told that when you buy a car, it's a depreciating asset, (laughs) but the pandemic has turned that on its head. And as you point out, it's a combination of supply chain shortages that's impacting new cars and our demand. We've still got that demand to have a car instead of take public transport. So demand is continuing to be solid. And the latest data from carsales.com.au just shows how much prices have soared. They gave me some examples, and I'll give you this one, Tash. A 1991 Holden Commodore executive. Now, the price in June 2021 was just under $5,000. It's now jumped to almost $30,000. What? Yeah, that's a 500% change. Now, that's an extreme example. When you look at high volume cars, what people are more searching for, the top three are the Land Cruiser, Toyota Land Cruiser 1999, the 2006 Toyota Hilux, and the 2011 Holden Calais. Now, if you've got one of those beauties, those prices jumped up by... 31%. 31%. But the thing is here, these are inflated prices, so if you're buying a secondhand car, car, you can hold off, maybe you hold off, because you don't want a situation where you take out a personal loan and then when the supply chain shortage rectifies itself, you find that your personal loan may actually be worth more than the car itself. Not a good position to be in. Absolutely not. Who would have ever thought? Thanks so
1: much, Effie. <laughs> The <laughs> cat Sport now with Brett Thomas and Brett, the world champion Aussie T20 side cruisers to a series win over Sri Lanka in Canberra overnight.
2: Yes, good morning Tash, Kane Richardson and Ashton Agar, the stars of the show with the ball are Richardson of course, a, a fringe fast bowler on the cusp of World Cup selection. Agar in a similar position recalled with Adam Zampa rested. They took full advantage of that last night. Richardson snaring three for 21 including two wickets in his first over. Agar was one for 14, did not concede a boundary. Sri Lanka held to just 121. That chased down with ease inside 17 overs. Marcus Stoinis again hitting the winning runs. Richardson hopes efforts like that will earn him a place in the next World Cup squad.
0: That's basically
2: my goal is to do enough to just to stay in the mix and a lot can happen between now and the start of the World Cup. And I've, I've seen that before in the last 50 over World Cup getting called up two days before. Now the Aussies hold an unassailable 3-0 series lead. We've got two matches to come at the MCG on Friday and Sunday night. We'll see what sort of crowds uh, are like for those matches given now the series is already wrapped up.
1: And Brett, the captains of two AFL clubs are fighting to be fit for the start of the season.
2: Yeah, of course, the season not too far away and the intensity goes up at training. A lot of clubs are having match practice and interest quite hit out, so that means there will be, unfortunately, injuries. Uh, In terms of the Brisbane Lions, their skipper Dane Zorko has been forced into ankle surgery. They describe that as minor. He'll miss their two pre-season games, but they do expect him to be fit for round one of the season. At the Swans, co-captain Callum Mills is still battling an Achilles issue. He's no guarantee to start the season. And, of course, last week we had Ben King tearing his ACL as well. And these are not the stories you want to hear leading into a new season after training so hard over summer.
1: Absolutely, Brett. Now to the NRL and some big guns and new recruits have been named in this weekend's round of
0: trials.
2: Yeah, we've got a couple of former Broncos in action as well. Xavier Coates and Tavita Pangai Jr. will step out for their new clubs. Coates named in Stormside alongside his star-studded new teammates Cam Munster and Brandon Smith. They face the Warriors this weekend. On Monday night, it's the Bulldogs and the Knights in Newcastle. In the Bulldogs side, Pangai Jr. joins his fellow new recruits, Matt Dufty and Paul Vaughan. Of course, a couple of um, former Dragons players, as I mentioned, they face uh, the Knights next week. So we're just starting to ramp up, uh, ramp things up ahead of uh, both the, the start of the AFL and the NRL seasons. We can't wait.
1: Thanks so much, Brett. Thanks, Tash. And for the first time in its history, the Oscars will have three female hosts this year. The 94th Academy Awards will be presented by actresses Regina Hall, Amy Schumer and Wanda Sykes. The Oscars will be held... Next month. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6 30 a.m. every weekday morning. You can also catch the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the new listener app for free. I'm Natasha Velling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.